Every day is filled with choices. You're here because you're choosing to start with a win. Get ready to be inspired, learn something new, and connect with the Win Nation. And top of the 12th floor, Remax World Headquarters. Adam Kanto, CEO of Remax, here with Start With a Win. Very special guest on the line with us today. We have an amazing television star, uh, race car driver, worldwide known celebrity. We have Ari Leindyke Jr. on the podcast today. How you doing, Ari? Good. Thanks for having me. Very honored to be on. Hey, we're, we're glad to have you here. Uh, just a little bit about Ari. Uh, Ari is a Dutch-American auto racing driver. You competed in the uh, Indy Light Series. You finished second, third, and fourth in the championship. Well done, my friend. That's that's pretty amazing. <laughs> You've been a contestant on uh, The Bachelor. You are also on The Bachelorette before that. I mean, gosh, you've done a lot, haven't you? Yeah, I've, I've definitely lived a full life. I've had um, a couple different careers, a lot of satisfying stuff in racing and also in real estate. So yeah, I definitely have had quite a journey so far. Yeah, it's awesome. And you, you mentioned real estate. You you are one of our amazing Remax agents with Remax Excalibur out in Scottsdale, Arizona. So ladies and gentlemen, next time you need a uh, real estate agent out in Scottsdale there, Ari's your guy. Hey, Ari, why don't you dig a little deeper? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so obviously born in Holland, like you said, uh, we migrated here when I was really young, three years old. So spent most of my time splitting, you know, being in the States and obviously going back to Holland for vacation every summer. Uh, then started my racing career really early. Uh, and then when the economy took a downturn, I really shifted my focus towards racing. And it was interesting. Those two don't seem like they parallel very well, but uh, there's a lot of similarities in business uh, between the two as far as raising sponsorships, selling the real estate on a racing car, uh, and transitioning that into uh, you know the real estate market. So shifted to real estate and really have made that my primary focus the last three years. I've done a lot of business. It's been a great experience. I really, really find it really rewarding to find somebody a home, and it's it's been fun. Now we have a we have a really amazing group of real estate agents around the world that work under the Remax banner. We have 128,000 plus in a 110 different countries and territories. You work with some unbelievable Remax agents out there in Scottsdale as well. You know, we we kind of like operate as a big team globally. How do you see everything that you've done blending into uh, you know your worldwide endeavors in real estate? Because your your business doesn't just come locally; it comes from all over the place, doesn't it? Of course. So, you know, I'm, I'm no stranger to the fact that I know that there's so much power behind a brand. When I think about racing and all the brands that I've worked with in the past, you know, there's a real connection for people when they work with uh, a trusted brand. And I think that's something that's carried over in my real, real estate career. And like you said, I do real estate all over the world because I feel like when you're an agent in Phoenix, you can't just concentrate on Phoenix when you have such a referral network that Remax has. And, that, and that's something that I've definitely utilized the last few years uh, coming off of The Bachelor, you know, obviously my clientele is not just here in Phoenix, but I feel like I reach a lot further than that because of Remax. Very cool. And we've got, we have listeners around the world on the uh, on the podcast that started with the win here, so they can hear Ari Leyendijk today. <laughs> you, you've made some interesting transitions. You know, tell me about this. How... Has it has it been hard to go from you know television celebrity to real estate agent or easier? I mean, what does that look like? I mean, it's definitely interesting. You know, when you hold an open house and someone walks in and they're like, "Wait, aren't you?" <laughs> and then it kind of it's it's an icebreaker for sure. I think it's definitely helped my business. Um, 
it's hard to juggle things. I think time management is one of the biggest things that I, that I try to work on. You know, I, I love to do a lot. I love to still race a little bit. I obviously am, am heavily involved in real estate. I do a lot of my own new construction and, and fix and flips as well with my wife. And then I have, you know, the TV side of things where, you know, we just shot an episode of International House Hunters that's real estate based, um, Long Island Medium, The Bachelor. So I'm kind of always trying to do a lot of things at once. So I think for me, the, the most important part is the people behind me uh, that help me do all this and, and accomplish everything that I want to accomplish. It's been quite the challenge, but also a really great challenge. It's amazing. You know, you, you touched on it a couple of times. This is a people business. And it's so neat to hear you talk about, you know, the clients and how your team and the people behind you make such a big difference because it is also a very selfless business, you know, just like what you did racing cars. You know, you're not just racing for yourself, you're racing for a team, for a sponsor, things like that. And I love how you've continued to transition this on and on and on. So I mean let's kind of take another step back into your racing background. That seems like a pretty frightening thing. I mean, I've been around the track a few times, but never at the speeds or in the open wheel cars or anything like that. Like, I got to tell you, man, you got some guts. How do you get into a car like that and go, I'm going to keep my foot into it until deep in this corner, knowing if gravity is not my friend right now, I'm going to end up in that wall. How does that happen? And then you get out and you go sell a house. I mean, where's that transition (laughs) occur? You know, for me, I think the biggest part of being a driver other than the driving itself is working with your team and finding brands to partner with you. So you're able to do that one thing that very little or very few get to do. So driving in the Indy 500, I always say there's less than 800 people that have driven in the Indy 500 since the first race in 1911. So you're talking over a hundred years, only 800 people have done that. So if you look at the NFL, I think in any given season, I think there's over 1500 players that compete in one season of the NFL. So it's an extremely elite group of individuals that get to race that race, but there's so many people behind that one individual to make it happen. The business side of racing is something that was always really interesting to me. And I've carried that over to real estate. And I think that is the one thing that has helped me in my business. I think, like you said, there's so many people behind you to make you successful. And it's all about building relationships and networking. And I think that is something that you know most new agents really need to hone in on is that you know, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Uh, it's about starting conversations, about t- talking to as many people about real estate as you can a day, and really connecting as many people as you can in your network. Is that something that you saw? I love the idea of, hey, it's not me, it's the business, and I want to connect with you to see what I can do to help you. I look at race car drivers and celebrities, you're business people, you're in front of the camera or whatever it is. But you're a business person because you're trying to connect with people on the other side of that. When do you realize that as a race car driver? And you grew up with this. Your dad won the Indy 500 twice, right? Yeah, he won the Indy 500 twice, once in 1990 and once in 97. He's still heavily involved in IndyCar. And I think growing up in that environment, I saw that very early on, that talent is extremely important. But more importantly, you have to know how to connect and get sponsorship to be able to use that talent. So I think it was all about the business side of it that really interested me. You know, the racing was an added bonus. That's the stuff that we love to do. We get to do and we're, we're privileged to do. But I saw that early on. And selling a sponsorship on a race car is extremely difficult. Selling a house to somebody who wants that house, that was quite easy at first. You know, So more about finding the right people around you than, than really selling something. Not, not trying to be cliche, but I know there's a lot of discipline in 
driving a race car and you know you, you talk about drive as a driver and the intensity and the and the focus and the discipline and things like that uh, how do you find you've transitioned that into the entrepreneurial space because being an entrepreneur is hard let's just let's call it what it is it is not an easy lifestyle you got to be focused you got to have that fire in the belly and and be willing to grind every single day in order to grow your business because if you don't there's no food on the table so exactly yeah have you how have you taken that discipline and transitioned that over and what advice do you have for other entrepreneurs I think uh, setting up a structure for yourself uh, is really important what I do every morning I have this this book that's called the best self book and it's essentially a goal book it's not really like a planner but more or less what are you grateful for in the morning then you schedule your day at the end of the day you write down your wins for the day so what did I accomplish because I think as an entrepreneur as a real estate agent you think to yourself, oh, I'm not doing enough. You're very hard on yourself if you're goal-driven, like most of the good agents are. But it's also really important to remind yourself, what did I do right? And what did I accomplish today? Kind of feeds the positivity and gives you sort of a little light at the end of the tunnel that you're, that you're reaching your goals every day. So I start my day with that. And then um, I try to fill my day all the way up until 8 p.m. I try to schedule out. It sounds crazy because I'm, I'm very type A. I try and schedule out literally every 15 minutes of my day. If I don't get to all of it, great. But at least, you know, I, I shot for the moon and landed in somewhere in between, you know? I love that. And it just so happens that I also have one of the best self journals. Yeah, <laughs> so okay. yeah, we're, we're uh, singing from the same sheet of music here. So that, that's awesome. Have you found this, you know, you've got a beautiful family, a young baby. Has this discipline helped you with your family relationship, uh, you know, caring for those around you? It has. You know, it's, you know I've been a little uh, less productive, I got to say, on the business side of things, but it's been super rewarding. You know, having a daughter is like, it changes everything. Um, I'm sure that all the parents listening know that. Finding this family and work balance is always difficult, but we make sure to make time for the family and then also make time for business throughout the day. But it's been really rewarding. It's been a transition for sure. But my wife is amazing. She and I work a lot together on our new construction business. We're doing a lot here in Phoenix, uh, doing a lot of infill, doing a lot of fix and flips. And she's my interior designer. So it's been really fun to work with her on a lot of projects. And we have a few that are coming on the market in January. So we're really excited to promote those as well. Awesome. Sounds like a lot of fun working with a, an amazing human being that you get to see whenever you want. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> Changing channels here just a little bit. We all face big challenges in life. What's a big key challenge that you found a great learning opportunity in that you can share with everybody? I mean, I think there's a few. You know, I think time management, we hit on that. That's a challenge that I face every day. So that's why I use that book in the morning to kind of schedule my day. Another one is just the market constantly changing. You know, we have so many different things throughout my career. I've been licensed since 2004. You know, we had the recession. So I had to completely change the way I did business. And then also now we have the iBuyers moving in a little bit. So how to sort of corner your area of the market, make yourself different than other agents, getting creative. That is the challenge for me is, is being adaptable um, and seeing things coming and trying to make some moves to maybe put yourself in a better position. Awesome. You mentioned changes in the market, things like that. Do you, uh, do you have any specific advice in this day and age, first part of 2020, new decade, things like that? Any advice for buyers and sellers? 
I'd say just do your homework, go with an agent that you feel uh, is different than the rest. You know, I think that that's the biggest thing for me as an agent is just to set myself apart from other people, you know, whether it's being on TV, whether it's having a passion with cars, you know, I think before the bachelor thing, my thing was I loved buyers and sellers who were into cars. I really focused in on that. And that was my thing because I was from racing. Now that I'm, I've done TV, it's a little bit different. I think my audience is a little broader. So I've kind of shifted my focus a little bit. But if you're an agent out there, then I think that set yourself apart. And if you're a buyer or seller, go with someone that is has similar tastes to you and similar interests because you're going to be spending a lot of time with that person. And I think that's an important part of our business. Awesome. Great advice here, Ari. So I've got a few questions that I like to ask some of our uh, guests here on the show. One of which is, do you have a favorite book and why is that your favorite book? I would like to say that I'm a big reader, but I'm honestly not. I feel like I, I have a really short attention span. So for me, uh, I'm more of you know I'm more of a guy who sort of cruises the internet and reads up on news. So I have to say I don't have a favorite book, but I will say I read the Business Journal, the Phoenix Business Journal, every day, nice. just to kind of know what's happening in my area, okay, in my neighborhood. So that is sort of my guilty pleasure, I guess, in the morning. Seeker of knowledge, I love it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Do you have a favorite quote? I would say I have this uh, on my business cards. You don't get what you deserve. You get what you negotiate. Ooh. And I think that, you know, that's a big part of my business. I feel like the negotiation side of things is is where um, I strive to be the better than the rest at. So I work with a lot of buyers and try to get them the best deal. And obviously that's a quote that's always stuck with me. Awesome. Here's one that I, I don't get to ask very many people, but you've done so much. So th- I think this one's really important. Uh, who inspires you? My wife always says that I should be the one that inspires you. <laughs> but I think, uh, I think it's my, my father, you know, he, uh, he was, you know, obviously super talented, but also very caring, you know, never really had bad days. You know, he always seeked positivity and everything. And I think that was something that I grew up around, you know, when I was having a bad day, he really sort of helped me get through that and really allowed me to see that the glass is always half full. Um, so I'd say my dad. Awesome. Great answer. I mean, he's just an amazing human being. I've, I've read so much about him and his accomplishments in racing and just in society. So great answer. And the final one that everybody always answers here, a real good one, but I can't wait to hear your answer on this. How do you define starting your day with a win? I would say I define starting my day with a win by asking myself what I'm grateful for. I think that's something that's super important to sort of wake up in the morning and think, okay, what what's the positivity in my life? What am I grateful for this morning? And I think that sort of sets the day off right. It gets you in the right mindset to be able to have some positivity throughout the day. I love that. You got to get your, your mind right. Gratitude is an excellent way of doing that. I'm a huge believer in that. So thanks for sharing that with us. Ladies and gentlemen, Ari Lyondike Jr. on Start With A Win. It's been a pleasure to have you here and it's great to see you today. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Very nice meeting you. Awesome. And ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, check us out on social media. You can find me at Adam Contos CEO or Remax Adam Contos on all your favorite social channels. And don't forget, start with a win. Thank you so much for listening to Start With A Win. If you'd like to ask Adam a question and potentially be on our next episode, give us a call and leave us a message at 888-581-4430. Don't forget to go on to iTunes and subscribe, write a review, and rate the show. 
For more great content, follow Adam on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And remember, start with a win.